Hello and welcome to episode 14 of We're Going Chasing. I'm James, I'm here again, once again here with Killian. How are you, Killian? Not too bad, James. It's hard to believe we're 14 episodes in. Like I know it is. It 14 is episodes of pure, pure gold too, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we may we may be biased. Um, but uh, yeah, we're in a bit of a lull, sort of, in terms of Irish racing, you know, and then a lot of the stuff in England the last couple of weeks has sort of fallen to the weather and that, um, you know, it was a pity there last weekend. Uh, you know, we had Intercommune against... Edward Stone, we had another few, we had the Peter Marsh as well called off, you know, it's uh, just in a small bit of a lull at the moment. Yeah, it's a bit of a sickener, but thank God the, the Clarence House was rescheduled and there's a few more in it, editor sheet was supplemented, that was great stuff too, and um, I think it's up to six now potentially, so they've doubled the size of the field, which is which is always good, hopefully it'll yeah. be, be a good race if it is on in Cheltenham on Saturday, and uh, it's some card in Cheltenham too, like you'd, lo- you'd love to be over for it. Um, you would you would and i was suggesting that too yeah right and a few more the lads but <laughs> i've got i've got other engagements with football and that but uh if i were you now i'd be getting i'd be getting on the plane over we've got our we've got our membership the flights were only what but 40 euro that all they were on yeah. the day yeah yeah share a taxi down with four or five men i tell you, you could do a lot worse now uh on the weekend on saturday than go yeah, over there it's been more in dublin on a saturday night like you would, you would. Mm-hmm. Um, and neither was a race in the last weekend either. We watched the United Arsenal match together, all right, which uh, which was better for you than it was for me. It was, yeah. But, uh, I know, and there was six of us and four Arsenal fans, two United fans, so it was fairly outnumbered. You were, yeah, but look, you had your you had your week of glory there when you bet City like it's back to normal services resume. The Arsenal are back on top and we're, we're fucking flying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and actually missing the, the Carabao Cup. First leg semi-final there now at the moment. Oh we're, yeah, I forgot about we, that. we're about 20, 20 past eight now, so uh, I don't actually know the score even. But um, yeah, will you go to Nice on Sunday? I will go to Nice on Sunday. Yes, yeah, I'd say I will anyway. There's a couple of nice races on there. The Grade Three over three miles. Um, looks like Ramirez might run there for Willie. He won it with Stackler last year. Um, and in the limestone lad there as well, I see Bob Ollinger is is entered in that. Um, geez, it'd be great to see him run back over two miles. Like, maybe he's finished. I don't know, but like, yeah. sort of. I, I I chance him back at two miles and see how he goes. Like, just let him sort yeah. of bowl along in front and see, or handy anyway, and see see yeah. what he does. Like, um, yeah, it's what I've been advocating. Yeah, on this podcast for a while anyway, so I'm glad to see him. And it's a a nice, if he does run, it's a nice way for them to start him over, back over two miles, you know, on a great tree, rather than, you know, if they wait next weekend and went to DRF, then, Mm. you know, he's he's really up against it. But uh, it's a nice way and hopefully, hopefully it works out. Yeah, the conditions of the race. He's got some class. Conditions of the race suit as well. I think he'd get nine after Asso. Um, He'd have to give away Echoes and Rain, all right. But nine after Asso, he won the race last year, I think. Yeah. Um, okay. So, look, he's um, he's one that he he should he should be better over two miles than he was over three, maybe. Um, yeah. It was a fucking disaster, Christmas really. So, um, hopefully yeah. he bounces back. Anyway, it'd be great to see it. 
Yeah. Um, just in terms of housekeeping, then we've got two more little points. First of all, our tipping competition uh, on Twitter is into week three. Make sure if you have any anti post fancy for Cheltenham, comment it underneath. It'll only take a minute. And uh, whoever is in the most profit at the end uh, will be getting two tickets to Fairy House on Easter Monday for the Irish National. If you miss a week here or there, it's not the end of the world. Just catch up and throw in a horse there uh, for the current week um, and best to look with that. Second of all, uh, we've actually teamed up with Hacked Up Horse Racing Gifts um, for a bit of a giveaway on our Twitter page. So if you go over to our Twitter page, you'll see that. Um, Lloyd is is very good, um, you know, and he supplied us with uh, an embroidered hat and T-shirt, a mug uh, with the horse's name on it, a pair of socks uh, with whatever silks you want on it, and a Cheltenham Festival planner, um, which is a, a very nice gift uh, from Lloyd to the podcast in terms of a giveaway. So make sure to check out his stuff. Um, we've bought a nice bit of it before ourselves, myself and Killian. Um, you know, and uh, it's a it's a lovely giveaway there. So you'll see that on our Twitter page later tonight. Yeah, and suppose... in fairness, yeah, in fairness, there like, um, that Cheltenham Festival planner. I know one of the lads bought it, and I was looking at it. It's actually very, very good, and I've actually ordered one as well. So, um, in fairness, now that 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 looks really, really good, and I suppose the sooner you order it, the sooner you'll have it. And for for obviously for Cheltenham, um, and then as well, there's um, there's a discount code for um for the website uh WGC twenty five. That's all in caps for twenty five percent off. Um, all the merchandise there and it's some really good quality stuff there as well yeah spot on I forgot about the, the, the discount code well remembered um, right we'll move on so and but uh, I suppose right we may as well crack on into uh, this week yeah um, I suppose starting off there um, we had Navin last weekend, Pat DeRue uh, ran, he's now got a rating of 138 and Gavin Cromwell has indicated he's going to go to the county hurdle, I think, Killian, has he? Yeah, I think I was watching um, Racing TV on Saturday, there was there was nothing else on, so um, I just put on Racing TV and they injured Cromwell after he won and he said that uh, he was, so I think the interviewer said, oh, would you go to the Martin Pipe? And he's like, no, I think two miles is... It's what he wants. I think he don't know who was in his ear. He didn't want to lose the ride um, in Cheltenham. But um, to give it up for a conditional jockey, yeah, he'd probably go to the county hurdle. He's had his four runs, 138. You'd imagine he's a novice. He's going to get five. Um, So it's one, four, three. I don't know. Is he much better than that? He's been ham- pulled pulled up and, and hammered in two grade ones over two miles. Look, he's you sort of want to be a graded horse to win to win the county hurdle, Um, if not a grade one horse. So... Look, he's he's a lot to find, but maybe he'll improve. I don't know. Yeah, um, not something... what I've seen so far. I wouldn't like him. No, there'll be something better. Uh, definitely uh, a better proposition in that race for sure. Uh, Shambelly Kid then beat Monty Star. That was Monty Star first start for Henry de Bromhead. Did either catch your eye? Yeah, I think Monty Star more than Shambelly Kid did. Um, obviously Shambelly Kid was beaten at Christmas. Um, might need of the run that day bounce back looks a real stare it's two and a half miles in Navin um, but both of them looked looked like three milers to me Um, I think Monty's stare he was he just I'd say he probably needed it you know he was he was off the bridle a long way out Um, like even before they went down at for the end of the back straight he was she was sort of squeezing him along Um, 
yeah, like I think he, he looked to be going like as fast as he wanted there, and I think yeah. the step up and trip would suit him. Like I know he'd be. I I know it's it sounds like I'm just going back to Manella Indo, like but it's the same connections. Like he was a maiden when he won the Bartlett. I just think this lad might go to a maiden hurdle between now and Cheltenham, and then rock up in the Bartlett, and he could be. He could be any price. Um, I had a few quid in him on the exchange there at ninety to ninety point zero or something there the last day. Um, I'd I'd assume hopefully he runs the next um two or three weeks sort of before mid February, late February, and then goes to, goes to Bartlett. I might get get a run for my money anyway. But yeah, would it worry you that like in terms of if you're looking at both of them for Cheltenham that they were only a length or two lengths ahead of Hemlock, who's 125 rated and is quite exposed. I wouldn't worry me that much. Like they gave Monty Star 134 racing post rating. Like that's pretty good on debut when I say he probably needed it. So like you'd, you'd imagine 131, sorry. Yeah, make it you'd imagine he'd improve, prove a nice bit. Um, You know, like you look at, we'll say, um, embassy gardens now for example like what what race and post rating did he get um the last day when he won like i couldn't imagine it it's, it's up near 150 like so like you'd imagine monty star he improves and i'll actually tell you what what embassy gardens, 149 149 like so yeah. like monty star could improve could improve 10 or 12 pounds the next day and then suddenly he hasn't got that much to find with embassy yeah. gardens who's who's currently the favorite for for the race yeah um yeah, so okay. Look, look, maybe he's won at a big price that he's worth probably worth a few quid if you see him entered again in the next couple of weeks, just have a couple of euro each way in him at fifty yeah. to one or whatever he is in the sports booker, whatever. Yeah, that's that's all that's all fair enough. Um, you know, at ninety to one, I suppose a few a few quid, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and you, you might get lucky. Uh HMSC horse then won the, the grade B uh handicap at Navin. Uh, you know, he was fourth in the Boodles last year, and Paul Nolan says he's going to the Carroll Cup. He is, yeah. Like his course and distance, the boot or well, not course and distance, same course, um, the Boodles and the, the Carroll Cup. So he's sort of proved he's um he handles the track there like he's only a five year old. Like, yeah, I wonder what sort of record five year olds have in that Carroll Cup is a tough handicap. It is a very tough handicap. It's probably the toughest handicap of the week. It is. It is. I think I'd it say. is. Yeah. You um, you could you could back something in that and it could be extremely well handicapped and you might never see it. Yeah, you, you might know. never see it. No, no. Yeah. Um. Like he look, he's rated ninety nine in the flat. Like he's a pretty pretty good horse. Like, um. Yeah, I thought I thought he was. He dug in the last day. He got a race and post rating of one hundred and forty three. He's got seven pounds up to one hundred and thirty nine. Five year old, he'd definitely get five. He could get six. Um. So yeah. you're looking at one four five. Yeah, like it'll be tight enough, I'd say, whether he can improve past that. But like he's got age on his side. Um, trainers well able to win a handicap at Cheltenham showed that with Mrs. Milner in the pretemps. Uh, Sean O'Keefe's a brilliant up and coming jockey as well. So like fourteen to one now probably wouldn't be for for me. I think he's he's a bit. Uh, I wouldn't be backing him at that price. Like at the moment, no. um, I'd like to I'd like to see I'd the like previous to... winners of the race too, and just see if any five year olds ever map it because. Yeah, I, I would that have put me off for the race. Off the top of my head now, to be honest. Yeah. But um, look, is actually that race the the first three actually ran really good races. Um, in that race, I thought Felix Deji, it ran ran a cracker. Um, you know he was, 
he was held up. He wasn't too keen. It was it was a different sort of horse, and he he stayed on and he kept on well, like he did seven pound claimer on board there. But like he's he's a ten year old now. You'd imagine like he he's not going to be winning the Coral Cup, but he's she's sixteen to one. He's like fifth in the betting. Like you know, it's it's it shows like even at this time of year, it's a dire state of affairs. The anti post like um yeah. like you'd imagine the handicap markets should be really sort of taking shape now at this stage and. It, it hasn't really and like you see him at 16 to 1 you couldn't be backing him in that but uh, the mayor then Revel Ivy she ran some race as well off a break um, she won a listed race in Limerick she beat um, Heaven Help Us and Queensbrook like that was that was good form she's improved on that again she's got a racing post rating of 136 only got 2 pounds I don't know 2 and a half mile handicap again she has to be yeah. back for her in one of those in the spring how long was she after track roughly do you know uh, not maybe a hundred. Okay, I thought you had in front of you, not uh, Ninety days, just ninety days. Okay, yeah, like it was. She ran in October, so she probably okay. maybe she needed. It, I don't know, but like she ran a good race in in Punchestown in the festival last year in an auction hurdle series final. Um, she was only beaten ahead by ambitious fellow. Like she's she could run well now later on in the spring, um, in one of those sort of two and a half mile handicaps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, very right. good. That's that's fair enough. Uh, pure sirloin is the next on the list. What did you make of him? Yeah, I I actually backed him. I think I was watching the race and I was thinking like, I saw I saw the there was a bit of money for him like and um after Pat Deru won, um Cromwell came out and was like, oh, he needs to improve his jumping, but he's he's a good horse and he might he might improve. He's gone back over hurdles. He had a couple of runs over fences. Didn't really take to it. Only a five-year-old um, rated 100. I think Keith, Keith Dunne, who came out and was like, oh, yeah, he's my best chance of winner the rest of the day. I think he'll win. Um, okay. <laughs> like, Jesus, I was looking at it saying, Jesus, this lad is an absolute donkey. He was being pushed along down the back. I was saying, oh, he's in serious bother. Like, giving him a squeeze. And Jesus just kept going. Like, yeah. just stayed, stayed going. Like... Jumps very, very poorly, but jumped really well at the last. Um, he sort of shoved him into it and just, he came up well and he 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 landed running and just kept on up the running and and, and just about won it. Um, but I think yeah. two and a half miles, probably the, the shortest he'd go. I'd say he'd go up and trip next time. Um, yeah. He's won by a short head. They've given him seven pounds but he's a horse that'll probably improve for a strep up and trip. So I'd probably keep him in the notebook. Yeah. If he goes up to three miles next time. Interesting thing too is like he got seven pounds. He might've only won by a nose, but his mark was based off running a two mile hurdles. Like, you know, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, you know, he was probably well handicapped going into it and will probably improve, uh, you know, his handicap debut, you know, will improve a lot for it. And, and like you say, uh, you know, the step up and trip, should probably unlock more improvement out of him. So that's actually um definitely and he's in the out. he's in the floor and porter colours as well. Um and of course the floor they love improvement. Floor and porter <laughs> improved from what was it ninety five? Um, ninety five to whatever he is now one hundred and sixty <laughs> odd. Yeah, yeah. I just check here. Um yeah one off ninety five in a maiden hurdle in Bellewstown and then got bet off hundred and four. Bet off 118, bet off 119, bet off 130, bet off 131. You know, like you could may this lad won't reach that heights, I assume. But no. um yeah, there could be another so. race or two in him. Yeah, yeah, there there probably is. And the one that stood out the most at Navin, uh, in the bumper, that was interesting. The bumper in the middle of the card. 
Um, you know, it was interesting. But uh, the one that stood out the most, it's for me, has gone into four to one favorite for the champion bumper at Cheltenham. Yeah, was untouched by Patrick Mullins. Um, you know, and took off like some sort of a an aeroplane up the home straight. Um, mm. you know, he's exciting. He is very exciting. Yeah, geez, I. He was a real talk horse um, over the last sort of week before he ran. People saying that he could be a live one for the bumper. I think he was into like 12 to 1, 10 to 1 was for he? the race from 25s. Like, and yeah, it was it was well justified. He's he's hosed up there like he's one by 10 lengths. He could have won by 30, you know. And yeah, yeah. They, there's some, yeah. They have some hand of horses going to Cheltenham, don't they? Munir yeah, and was Outrageous. Is there betting for a top owner? Uh, there's not. No, there's not. I checked it. Uh, yeah. there's not. But like, yeah, I'd imagine they have to be close. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they've got some some serious chances. Like, and, and they seem to be like like they're they're all going to Willie as well. Like historically, they had a lot of horses over in England. Nicky, Alan King, these sort of lads, and they're giving them all to Willie now, and he's he's producing the goods, isn't he? He is. Yeah, yeah, he is. And the, the English are missing out there. Um, but prize money. Is. Willie, uh, yeah, prize money, yeah, yeah, that is it, like you know. Um, and then just looking at the bumper, just briefly comparing it's for me to Queen's Gamble. I'm not even going to say Chappie Desai or whatever. Um, that Rich Richie horse four to one, um, hasn't won a race. Uh, you know, how is that four to one again? Who's back in that, lads? Put your hands up, um, you know, and and leave maybe because. I don't know how you can be back in uh, that horse at four to one, but will you compare it to Queen's Gamble? Uh, it's for me, Queen's Gamble. Where would you be going? I have no idea. To be fair, it's it's yeah, a pure it's guess. Completely incomparable, I'd say. Like, yeah, he's he's bet most more than likely nothing. Even though I will say the horse came second. Richard O'Brien is well able to ready one for a bumper for a flat trainer. Like he does go well in the bumpers. Like Sham Valley Kid was his, and um. Can't think of that other horse. Um, he sold to Simon Muneer. I think could be dead actually. Um, but irrelevant for now. But he's well yeah. able to ready one for a bumper. Um, so he could be decent. But like you, you don't know until a few of these horses or it's for me again runs and see what what substance the farm has. Um, it'd be my taking it. Um, Queen's Gamble. She's done nothing wrong so far. She's she's justified being a being an eight to one shot or wherever she is for the bumper and. Like I, I'd reluctantly stick with her still until I see a bit more from from the form of that race. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. And moving on to Torless, then. Uh, we had two Grade Twos there. First of all, we had Allegor de Vassi won by nineteen lengths, beat very, very little. Um, did we learn much? No, nothing. Zero. Yeah. Um, nothing. Nothing learned. What did you make yeah. of the jumping? I think she she jumps violently enough to her right, um. But violently, violently, yeah, is the word I'd use. Would you? Yeah, yeah. Um, God. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have said that. I think she does. Um, but I think you're. I think you're being blinded by the first word. No, Paul, that was some sit by Paul Townend. Scandalous, yeah, unbelievable stuff. Yeah. I yeah. I wouldn't say violently. I because I saw a few comments on that. I didn't think it was that extreme. Maybe I need to watch it back again. But yeah, I, I just think was... if you, what I was sort of looked at was she was obviously running up along the rail, and then when she was jumping, she was landing like the fence was off the rail, 
and she was landing inside where the wing of the fence was when she came down. So that's why I thought she was jumping violently right. That could, I could be completely wrong there, but that's okay. for my eyes. That's what it looked like. And um, yeah, but she also met her own running. There was no horse near her. So like that's not going to happen in the mayor's chase. So like, yeah, they're, they're, I don't think the jumping will be that much of an issue. She's obviously really, really talented and she's a savage engine, but she shouldn't be in the mayor's chase because the mayor's chase shouldn't exist. She should be running the turners. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I don't, don't be, disagree. He could be, if she improved, if she straightened up her jumping a bit, she could be very, very hard to beat with seven pounds in the turners. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she could. And there, I was going to say, is there any chance of it? Because there's no chance for no, it because William no. had such a hand in it already. No, and she went now, I would just say maybe going the opposite way around when she goes left-handed, because I didn't think the jump was that bad, but I think maybe when she goes left-handed, it could sort of, her jump could be exasperated a small bit, like that problem, slight problem that she has. Maybe it would be a bit more unnatural for her, we'll say, going left-handed, and you could see her jumping out right a bit more. But I'll definitely watch that back later on. Yeah, they'll um, just bench his schooling with her between now and then anyway to try and straighten it up. So uh, we'll, see how, we'll see how she goes there. Uh, and then we had the Kinlock Bray at Turles. Um, You know, and very eventful, eventful race. Uh, hot on Colours was coming tanking. Um, you know, and looked like he was going to put in a very, he did put in a very impressive performance, you know, bar one mistake, uh, French Dynamite ran well, unlucky mistake maybe at the last, would have won it, but uh, I think the main talking point is uh, how good Hot and Colours was. Yeah, it is like, look, I think Joseph was fairly dismissive when he said, when he was asked, um, you were, were you lucky to win? He was like, no, he said he was coming with a run. Um, so obviously he's going to say that anyway, but um, I do, I do think it was necessarily. Ah, I think he was going to like. No, was, no, no, but he might he mightn't say that anyway. Like I don't think I think that's interesting. Yeah, like I think look the horse, the horse obviously it wasn't his, it wasn't a big goal from he's going to go back to Ascot to the race the Grade One he won last year, um, so like I'd imagine it was only a stepping stone to that, so he'll improve for the run. Uh, hot on Clores was running a cracker. Jeez, he just tanked into it. I'll tell you, Shackon tanked tanked into it too, and then he just fell apart. Like that was that was a disaster, really. Like he he's in the bin now, really. Isn't That's it? what he is, though. That's yeah. what he is. He can't yeah, finish yeah. the race. I yeah, wasn't but... when I saw him. I was in no way worried. I said here last week that he'd be beaten. Yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't fancy him at all. A pure guessing game, sending him up and trip. Uh, you know, it's a sure. It was a sure sign that. He was finished. Um, yeah, he is. Know. He is in serious, serious bother now. He'll be dropping down in grade, I assume. Um, next time out, you won't see him in a grade one. Um, yeah. next run, I'd say. Um, You'll probably see him retired at the end of the year. Potentially, yeah. Um, have more, no more than two runs left in him, I'd say. Yeah, you could be right. Uh, look, Hot and Clore is running some race. It's just a pity he's not entered in the Ryanair. Like they could still supplement him. Like, but I think it's a bit, a bit of an oversight from Willie. But like. He's no what he gets 149 his mark is he might get five or six pounds off the English handicapper. Would he would he win the plate off one five five? Maybe. Maybe he would. I don't know. He's he's still a young horse. He's he very well yeah. Yeah, he it's good. The um, way he was, Danny, and that was his first run for quite a while too, wasn't it? Um I don't think he ran that was that his first run this year, I think it was. Um I, and I, he was well backed in too. He was twenty to one into ten to one. I don't know how he went off, but he I saw him from twenties into tens. Okay. Um, and I'm pretty sure it was his first run of the season. Um right, so then you have Embassy Gardens as well. Embassy Garden, uh obviously favourite now for the Albert Bartlett. 
one by 35 lengths, beat nothing because the only opposition in the race that would have put it up to him obviously wasn't himself, Santanito. Yeah, um, Santanito, I don't know what the, what the reason was for that. Such a subpar run, but take nothing away from Embassy Gardens. He was very impressive. He's improved on his on his previous form to, to win to win that. Um, he's won by what, 35 lengths, is it? Like, yeah. He's going to basically favourite for the Bartlett now, like, I think it just highlights how much of a guessing game the Bartlett is at the moment. Um, yeah, there's no real standout contender that a horse that wins a maiden hurdle is um is favourite. Like I suppose the the real asset test now is the the two mile five or two mile six race at the Dublin Racing Festival. See what what wins that. There's a couple of races then um down in tip graded races for three milers in the spring as well before Cheltenham. So. We'll see how the how they go and and see what comes out of those, and they yeah. will hear a picture on it. But yeah, you couldn't. I wouldn't be backing him at at his current price for the Bartlett. No, no. And it was said to me today. Uh, Glenn Kerrigan uh, tweeted saying that uh, nine of the last ten winners, or no, since twenty twelve. Yeah, so since twenty twelve, there's only been one winner of the Albert Bartlett who's been single digit figures. And that was uh, monkfish. Monkfish. So that's a that's an interesting stat. Um, the final race. Then we'll talk briefly because we want to move on to this weekend. The Hunter Chase at Torless Ferns Lock, six year old. Bet mm-hmm. Billaway very handily. Um, you know, does he go and win the Fox Hunters? Snappy. Uh, no. No. Who wins no. it? Well, we won't say that. But okay, he you don't you don't fancy him for? I don't. I wouldn't say a six year old will win the Fox Hunters. Um, okay, I'd say they they might keep him at home, would they? They go with um, Vosselet and um, yeah, leader. Yeah, um, yeah, same, same trainer. Like he's not going to run three. He'd no. probably run those two. Look, Billaway has never won first time out. You wouldn't discount him since still, but he's now an eleven year old. Might find it hard to come back and win this race. Um, but there's some nice ones in it, like. Um, up the top of the bet and so like I wouldn't be fancy in Billaway but no I wouldn't back Ferns Lock at his, his current price right so Killian uh, conscious that this uh, podcast we've written a lot into it so uh, we'll try and make this preview snappy enough first of all Goran Park tomorrow uh, by the time people are listening to this uh, it'll probably be finished but do you have any fancy there will we move straight on uh, yeah uh, I think Gabby's Cross will win the Thursdays um, he you just mentioned him was jumping. Yeah, uh, mentioned him actually. Who was jumping? Um, I I think he's 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 good enough to win that. Um, ran a savage race in the Paddy Power when he didn't jump, didn't really travel that well either. But I'd say Gorn, the heavy ground wouldn't bother him. I think he'd be fucking the finest. Um, he'll he'll go very close. Um, Chupu is running tomorrow as well. Uh, won the Hatton's Grace. He's running the Galmai Ardle under a penalty, a one to two shot. He should win that. Um, and then if he gets soft ground, he's. He'll he'll run the stairs, I assume. Um, and yeah. like, they're saying the ground's actually going to be soft there tomorrow rather than heavy. Usually, it's oh, heavy I mean, there. It's, yeah, usually I know you meant that. Yeah, but it's yeah, yeah. it's not yeah. it's not heavy. It's soft apparently. Okay. Very good. Um, right, uh, fairy house. Then on Saturday, we've a great three mares novice Astro Diamond is headed to market. Yeah, I, I hope she doesn't run, and I, if she runs, I hope she doesn't win because uh, she'll have to give away. She'll have a penalty then. In the the mayor's novice hurdle at Cheltenham, and I've I've her backed for that. So um, ideally yeah. she doesn't run, and I'd like to see her run over the the grade one, 
um, in the Dublin Race Festival, just running behind Vassal Vega again, go to the Mayor's Novice and, and, and win that. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, that's ideally yeah, very good. There. Like hook up did and then finished nowhere. <laughs> yeah, correct, yes. <laughs> um, right. Uh, Nace then hopefully will be there with a bit of luck. Um, if we're not tied up doing other things, we've got a great three three mile novice chase that we already spoke about a small bit, yeah. and then the limestone lead. Uh, you know, Bob Allinger, Echoes in Rain, Durasso, uh, Durasso given nine pounds to Bob Allinger. You were saying, yeah, and um, given sixteen to... You can you can discount him. Um, yeah, like very good horse won the race last year, but um, at on those terms. Um, he's not going to beat Bob Ollinger and Echoes and Rain. He could be one of them. Yeah. And maybe if they had an off day, but he won't beat both. Um, Bob gives seven to Echoes and Rain and Anna Benina. Like Echoes and Rain is weighted to win. She's one fifty plus seven, and he's one hundred and fifty five. So she's weighted to win there. Um, like hopefully we see him bounce back to his best uh, if he does run. Um, that'd be great to see it. Um. Yeah, yeah. Um again, like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing uh to seeing Bob Allinger over uh over two miles. Uh right, we'll go straight on to probably the best race of the weekend. There's no getting away from it. Uh we've a nine race card at Cheltenham. Uh just looking at it here. Grade two, handicap chase, cross country, grade one, grade three, grade two, grade two, uh grade two and a handicap hurdle. What a card. Scandalous, yeah, like Jesus. <laughs> They should try and do the Clarence House off at Scott every year because yeah. that is serious. Yeah, um, you should be going. And yourself and the lads should be going. There's no two ways. Probably go. Yeah, yeah, probably should be. Why going. not? Yeah, you should that's... be. Sure, you're doing that on Saturday. Um, I probably go to Fairhouse. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, a Fairhouse and Nice. Not as good as Cheltenham. Ah, no, it's, it's not. Well, but... just, just, just the card, but you know, uh, Fairhouse. Twenty-one club isn't open, so no, you'll have a sa- yeah, you'll have a savage day at Fairhouse, any I'm sure. They always they always put on a good show there. Yeah. Right, Cheltenham starting off with uh grade two uh triumph trial juvenile hurdle. Uh comfort zone is traveling over. You've got script writer there as well. Um, you know, where where's the eye drawn to? Uh I'd be drawn to comfort zone oh, straight off the bat. Um like I think he was he was very impressive when he won. In Chepstow, it was only by a neck. It was on soft ground, but he's a real stare. And the track in Cheltenham, um, that'll that'll suit him, I think, on the new course. Um, so a real galloping track will suit him. Hopefully, they go a good gallop. There's there could be some serious yokes in this though. Like script writer, very very good horse. Um, don't like him. Like was impressive. If if, if 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 script writer beats Comfort Zone, I'll eat my hat. I can't see it. Fair There's enough. No way. I'll hold you to that. There's um, no way he finishes the head of comfort zone. Yeah, I will hold you to that. Yeah, like Ooh. there's there there are some nice ones in Dixon Cole was just beaten by comfort zone. Um Mombasa there for Philip Hobbs and David Maxwell will take the ride there, and that's always great to see it. Uh Bo Zenith was a real talk horse, sort of bombed on on English debut there. Um he's entered goody two shoes for JP and uh Joseph as well. She was she was a nice horse in the flat, and then Jupiter Dajit. Won that um that hurdle race in Newbury on, on New Year's Day beat beat Jet Powered got like two stone of Jet Powered but hammered them and um, was very impressive getting all the allowances there. He could be one um in this race too. It's it's a decent decent trial to be honest um and I wouldn't would normally say these trials are good but that 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 one does oh. look a decent race if they all show up they mightn't yeah 
yeah, yeah, that's that's very fair. I it, I'd be I'd be comfort zone anyway. Um, yeah. onto the second race handicap. Uh, not a whole pile to say there, except for Gordon Elliott has sent over half the yard. Uh, probably to see what sort of a mark they're going to get. He's yeah. actually got uh, he's got Chemical Energy, Hollow Games, Call Me Lyrene, The Goffer, uh, Mars Harper, Dunboyne. I'm running out of fingers. <laughs> uh, yeah, just the six, just yeah, just Bally no Keel no Ballykeel seven. Bottom, yeah, yeah Ballykeel down the bottom seven. So uh, there'll be there'll be a full box um, going over, <laughs> but uh, there's not a whole pile to say there. Only um, really stage star, I suppose, is there for Paul Nichols. Uh, do you have any comments on that, or we stay going? Uh, not really. Look, Chemical Energy one five three that'll put him right up the sort of top of the ratings for for that national hunt chase on trends and stuff. So like you 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 did have a good one there. Now, in fairness to you, um, you put him up at eights, and he's he's a four to one shot now, and. Like the English handicapper is sort of saying, look, he's a one five three horse, so like that, that would put him up up near near what what's needed to win the race with a small bit more improvement. Yeah, yeah, uh, very good. Moving on to the cross country chase, um, obviously a handicap. This one, the top of the weights there, you've got Delta Work and Manila Times both rated one hundred and sixty. Uh, the next one there is Roy Meg for Patrick Griffin. Um, 149 rated Snow Leopardess. Uh, interesting singing banjo coming back at the age of 13. Um, you know, easy lancers. A lot, a lot of nice horses entered there, and you could have a lovely race. Yeah, Roy Maja actually is a nice horse for Patrick Griffin. He was third to Melindo there in um in Tremor New Year's Day. Ran well for a long way, like turning in, looking like, geez, this lad is going to is going to be thereabouts and just the classier horses ended up beating him. Like if he takes the cross country, he could be dangerous enough. Um like look, singing banjo is a horse that that's 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 ran some serious races over the last couple of years in this discipline and he could go close again. He is a 13 year old now, so proceed with caution. But uh Foxy Jacks is the one the one I'd be looking at. Like geez he ran some cracker in the paddy power. Um bit of interference um there he would have been probably a bit closer. He could have won it. Um, you know, so yeah, like he he's he'd have a right chance. Um, he he ran well behind behind Delta Work in in Punchestown. Um, now he was getting weight that day, so he'd need to improve. Getting weight again that. this day. He is, yeah, but um, he's given weight to Singham Banjo, um, and he got weight off him the last day. Um, is probably the key bit, and Singham Banjo was in front of him too. But look, he's 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 a he's he's a very talented horse if he puts it all together. Yeah, um, but God he's bless some monkey whoever. dog. God is he the biggest rides in poor Shane Finland? Left to go over yeah. there, I'd say for for one ride, and it could be, it could be, it could be great or terrible. <laughs> yeah, is he the biggest monkey in racing at the moment? Like no, he's just incredible. He's okay. Like, okay. Well, I don't know. Foxy Jacks is, you know, he could he could bring them all down there now. Oh, he could bring the whole lot. There, yeah, there could be nobody finishing. <laughs> yeah, it could. could be easy as land uh, from a hundred lengths back because he's bet so far out of sight. Yeah. Uh, coming in when Foxy Jacks takes them all down. Yeah, but your look, uh, we'll see. It'll be a great race, and yeah, probably we'll yeah, have to see what's running in it. Um, watch. Yes, exactly. And then the race that's been brought forward from last weekend, uh, our first and last grade one on the card, um, the Clarence House, Energamine, Edward Stone, between those two, surely. Um, and mm. then a few others have cottoned on to lovely prize money and have entered horses as well, which is great to see. We I spoke have... about this last week. Energamine were both 
solid enough on. Yeah, we are. I think he'll win. Um, interesting. It's it's on the new course though. Like, you know, like could they not say we'll run this Clarence House on the old course, course and distance champion chase? You know, instead of running it on the new course. Uh, I it don't was, know if there, if there's nothing. I don't know. I like it if there's nothing. Like if there's only a length or two between the two of them at the end. At least it's not course and distance, you know, and yeah, 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 yeah. of what yeah. track will suit what horse yeah, the next I'd, day. I'd, I'd assume that the new track, more galloping track, would suit an argument more than Edward Stone. Um, but wait and see. Look, he's rated six pounds higher. Um, he's a one to two shot. I wouldn't be backing him one to two. I'd just sit and watch and soak it in like two, two, the two best two milers around, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. And we've been unfair to Edward Stone before, but uh, we have. We hold our hands up. up. Hands up. Hands up like we, that. Hands up. Hands up again. Hands up. <laughs> uh, right. Then we've got the Grade Three, uh, Paddy Power Handicap Chase, um, Il Rodoto, Soul uh, Stolen Silver. Um, you know, again, just a very, a very competitive, yeah, uh, handicap. Cool Cody, one hundred and forty-seven rated, twelve years of age now. Uh, what a what a horse! Um, you mm-hmm. know, and has run very well this year too. But uh, you'd, you'd imagine something like this is probably out of his reach now. Ah, uh, you would, yeah. In fairness, like, look, it's all these these premier handicaps are the two mile to two and a half mile distance in England. Like, they're always hotly enough contested. You see the odd Irish horse go over for it. Then, um, like, sure, Crawford has won their Gold Cup Bailey. He's entered in about four different races across the weekend. Um, I don't know. He's just he's improving. Um, now take it with a pinch of salt. The two races he's won the last twice have been in air both times. Um, so that's the one thing maybe about him there. But look, he he's improving, and I think going back down and trip from three miles the last tail suit. I don't think there should be any problem there. Like. At the end of the day, if you go back to his form over hurdles, um, he was beaten four lengths by a high senior in a maiden hurdle in air. Um, he does have some good form. Look, he's he's a fourteen to one shot there. I don't know is he going to run or not, but if he does run, I'd probably chance him. Uh, okay. Seven year old improving. Okay, and I'd I chance Il Rodoto. Um, to be honest, he was fourth in the Paddy Power. Uh, at November was dropped a pound for that uh, very leniently I felt um, and I actually fancied him then for a race that was cancelled mm-hmm. but he ran again then New Year's Day fourth again beaten eight lengths by Midnight River dropped another pound he's consistent um, you know there at Cheltenham he's got good form and he's going down ever so slightly in the weights um, he'd be the one that my eye would be drawn to for that race, um, for sure. Going on then to the grid two, um, you know the Paddy Power Castwell Chase, lovely race, Protectorat thirteen to eight, Noble Yates two to one, um, you know what's what's catching your eye there? To be honest, Noble Yates looks a looks a fair price at that. Yeah, I'd I'd agree with you. I I don't really like Protectorat. I yeah. just don't know what it is like even. Like looking at his his farm the last couple of years, like he's he sort of flatters to deceive at times. I think, like he won a Grade One in Aintree, beat the Shunter Hitman, you know, like handicappers really. Um, came back then last year, hammered Native River in the Many Clouds in Aintree last December. People said, "Oh, here he is now. He's a, he's arrived." 
uh, protectorate. Yeah. And then, you know, he was he was well beaten third in the Gold Cup, disappointed in an entry. Like I'm willing to forgive a Plutard the the run in the bet for a chase. I think there was something something obviously seriously wrong that day, but he's he's beaten Eldorado Ale- Allen eleven lengths. I don't know. I think nobody eights to beat Eldorado Allen eleven lengths or more anyway. So at the yeah. prices, I I take nobody eights. Look, I think Protectorate's a good horse, but I wouldn't like him here, and I definitely wouldn't like him in the Gold Cup. No, uh, I'd agree with you. And the just the last day at the entry there. Um, in the many clouds chase, I couldn't get over the turn of foot that Noble Yates yeah. showed. Yeah, I didn't didn't think he had it. Uh, you know, I thought he was more of a sort of a plodder. I just thought, but just between the second last and the last, took off. Uh, very taken. Um, you know, and he should be favoured here for this. Um, in my opinion. Um, moving on then another grade two the Cleve Harder what a race. Paisley Park goes and wins it 11 to 10. He's 14 to 1 for the stairs hurdle in March, which is too big. I know he's 11, uh, but he's a very, very good horse. Very honest, um, you know. And once he gets going, like you, you, you know, about two or three furlongs out nearly what sort of Paisley Park you're getting. Um, and uh, like when he's on it, he's on it. And uh, now he has to give away three pounds to Jelena Bello. No issue at all to him whatsoever. Um, has to give away weight to, to the whole field really but uh, you know he's head and shoulders above these and he goes and wins yeah I think he'll win this I think 14 to 1 is fair enough for the stairs he's not going to win the stairs sorry to you and all the Paisley Park fan club 11 year old is not going to win the stairs hurdle I'm sorry like it doesn't matter who you are uh, you're not going to do it Um, I, th- it I think you're very wrong stairs. it might be a weak stairs but Something will pop out and, and beat him. I'd be, I'd be fairly certain. Um, Gilino Bello could give him a race this weekend, though. Um, no, don't think he'll beat him, but he could. He could give him a race. Like he'd he'd some decent form over hurdles. Went novice chasing, fell in the Cato Star, and he's just gone back over hurdles. Nichols obviously sees a, a weakness in the stairs, and I think he's right. And if he can beat Paisley Park here. He'll be a lot shorter um for the stairs than, than Paisley Park would come March a seven year old. Yeah. Could could improve again, you don't know. Yeah, and don't quote me on the fourteen to one actually, because uh I haven't looked at it in a couple of weeks, but oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> he he was he was fourteen to one and he was mentioned here as being a savage price by myself. Uh, I know you don't like him at fourteen yeah. to one each way. Uh I think that's savage value. Uh right, on to the second last race, grade two. I'm oh, loving yeah. these. I'm loving that you had a few points too before this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Ballymore novices hurdle. Do you have any strong opinions on them? They're uh, not going to be seen in March. They're all very middling. I'd say Henry the Second might be a step above them all, though. Um, yeah, I just I, might improve from his last run. Um, now he's give away a bit of weight. Uh, he won the the was it a grade two in Sandown by four and a half lengths or something. Um, I think if he improves a small bit, he'll beat these. Um, I I'd take him at five to two there, but none of them are gonna win a Ballymore. Fucking no, a Ballymore. Um, no, it's a it's a poor, very, it's a weak enough race, isn't it's it? It's a poor grade two, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the final race on the card there is just a, a class two handicap hurdle. Um, I suppose just chasing the militant at the top of the weights, uh, for his new owners. Um, it won't be soft enough for him anyway. Uh, you know, it's a it's a nice race to be fair. Comprend, 
Um, I like to move it. There's a few more there front view for John Joe O'Neill. You know, it's it's a great it's a great card. Uh, you know, all competitive races. Um, you know, and some top class horses there too. Um, yeah, um, Jason the Milton is a horse I actually really like. Um, it's a pity he's a small bit fragile. Um, obviously with new owners out with Philip Kirby in England now, so um, hopefully they they get a bit of crack out of him at least. Um, yeah, one 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 that could run well I think maybe is uh, Lebowski. Um, there from Michael Scudamore, I think he's he could be he could be out of his market one hundred and twenty nine. Um, an eight year old there, he's. He ran a couple of nice races last year. Um, before he re- was a bit disappointing in um, in a uh, Sandown in in that um, the the Imperial Cup, uh, the weekend before Cheltenham. Um, disappointed there, but he bounced back there and um, before Christmas he won in Weatherby. Um, gone up seven pounds. Mightn't stop him. I don't know. I think he's small bit of improvement to to come there still. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, folks, that brings us to the end of this week's podcast. Uh, just have to get notification on the laptop. The battery is low. That's the second one I've got. So we'll wrap it up quickly. <laughs> folks, uh, keep an eye on our Twitter page for that Hacked Up Racing Gifts giveaway. Uh, we've also got our own competition for two tickets for Fairy House. Um, you know, uh, Killeen is updating entries there. You'll get a lot of news there regularly enough as well. So if you aren't following, make sure to follow. Let us know what you thought of the podcast. Subscribe, comment, um, like, share it. You know, whatever you want, uh, we won't stop you. So look, that's all from us this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I hope you enjoyed the racing at the weekend because it is it is very good racing. Um, and so from us this week, that's everything. All the best. Thank you. Bye.